With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Exclusive listening with 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. And the final scoreline tonight is Celtic 4, St Mirren 0 at the Smisa Stadium. The St Mirren Independent Supporters Association. That's easy for me to say. Uh, Celtic continued their good recent form and that's their third one in a row against an informed St Mirren side. This is Tino from the Celtic Exchange. Tonight I'm joined by Kenny. Kenny, what was your take in the game? Hey, Tino. Um, I thought we played really well tonight. Um, I thought, especially in the second half, we were excellent. Um, I heard Lennon in his uh, post-match interview say that he think he thinks we didn't have a, a very good first game, uh, first half. But I actually disagree with him. I thought, I thought although the game was really scrappy, um, we matched them uh, in terms of we were getting right on about them. Um, McGregor was flying into tackles. Brown was p- putting it about. Right, in fact, right from the first minute, uh, Stephen Wells smashed somebody within within a minute, and uh, that sort of set the tone. We really matched it, and far too often this season we've been bullied when we've not been playing well, and it's turned into a fight. We've not matched teams, and I thought we'd done that in the first half. And then the second half, um, you know, we were knocking on the door um, right up to the 80th minute. And then once we got that goal, that that, that penalty, uh, it just we scored, you know, pretty much right from the off. And then um, it, it was easy street the second half, to be honest. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting uh, opening 15 minutes or so. I actually thought St. Martin were the better side at that point. And the, the injury to McGrath, I think it was, Jimmy McGrath, looks like he's done his shoulder, unfortunately. I thought that just changed things. I just thought it tipped the balance in their favour. Obviously, uh, Rodgers got his goal immediately after that. I think it was a minute or so after the boy went off uh, and things really started to swing in Celtic's favour. A few question marks over the inclusion of Rodgers. Do you think he justified his start again? Definitely. Uh, I thought he was an absolute standout. Um, he shows... What, what Rodgers shows, which he doesn't get a lot of credit for, is he's, he's very good at drawing a man, a man in and holding him at a sort of arm's length and it creates space for other players. He's done that in abundance today. Again, with his, you know, we know how good he is with his feet. His goal was he showed that at first, you know, held his man off, just put, turned it on his left and, and put it right in the corner. It was a very Tom Rogic esque goal, and uh, I thought he was 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 excellent. Yeah, I thought he was another man who I thought was very good tonight was Christopher Iyer and consistently just breaking the lines from defence, yeah. striding forward and, and finding real space. And I think against teams who are going to sand to an extent, that's a real asset for Celtic. How do you think he's doing at the moment? He was like a big quarterback, wasn't he? He just <laughs> kept on galloping forward and he was unlucky and it was a you know a spell in the first half, uh, one moment where he had lovely feet and just couldn't get it shot off. But time and again, he was just arriving in the box. There was one, Edward could have played him in and Edward had a shot instead, but I was excellent and... Um, so was Welsh again. Very disappointed to see see that injury to him. Yeah, um, I, I know you would be. I know you're a big fan, and I think most folk are, are starting to to really favour the boy. Uh, starting ahead of Duffy, and I know you've been um, a fan of him in recent weeks. So as it's the one real disappointment tonight, do you think we're not dwelling on it too much? What What do you think about the tackle? Yellow, fair enough, or was there a bit of nastiness in it? It's very late, but I think I'm, I'm going to give the 
the boy the benefit of the doubt. I yeah. think he actually tried to. It was just a clumsy challenge, and he's he's late. I think he tried to block the ball. I don't think there was malice, and I don't think he deliberately planted his foot on him. And it's just the way his toes caught him. So I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt. Yeah. John Obika, I think it was, and he picked up a yellow for his troubles. Um, in terms of the the lineup, just to track back slightly, um, Celtic kept the same lineup again, which we've spoken about recently. They've not done that many times this season, but obviously the manager was impressed enough by the win against Motherwell to to stick with the guys that had done him well at the weekend. So the lineup was Scott being in goals, John Joe Kenny continuing at right back with Taylor at left back, Welsh, as we mentioned, paired with Ayer in the centre. Scott Brown kept his place in front of Sorrell, who I think has been scooting about in the snow in his car by the sounds of it. Um, and the diamond ahead of Brown with uh, David Turnbull at the top of it, Rodgers coming in off the right-hand side, McGregor off the left, and Edward and Ayeti up top. Any standouts out with Rodgers and Ayer? I'll <clears throat> Probably Brown. I, I would have been tempted to bring Sorrow in, but I thought Brown was excellent again. You know, Brown was was excellent against Kilmarnock and had a, an all right game against Motherwell, played well in spells. And I thought that was maybe the chance to then take him out again because, you know, you, you've went in, you've done your job. Mm-hmm. And it's that management of, of Brown we wanted to see. But Lennon stuck with him. I think a lot of people expected that. And to be fair, him, both him and Rogic warranted that they're the decision to play them today. So, yeah, I, I think so as well. And it's, it's funny, we've talked about we should be using Brown sparingly, but then he's gone and started three games in about seven yeah. days. But I agree, I think he has done well. And it'd be interesting if Neil Lennon now takes the time between now and the remaining 11 games of the season to pitch him in and out accordingly. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. One guy who I was disappointed with again tonight is Callum McGregor. He's looking very tired, isn't he? Do you know, I actually think it, it is a it's a product of Brown playing. To, to, to be fair, I would, I would love to see the heat maps of where... Brown uh, McGregor is positionally when Brown plays. I mm. think he just plays much deeper. I don't know if he's asked to do that or whether that's a subconscious thing. I, I think, think he's maybe be. wary about people catching Brown out and he plays in a, lot, a much deeper role. He, um, he does seem to try and protect Brown. He's, he seems to yeah. work alongside him and it might just be a default setting. He's maybe done it for so long in, in recent seasons and now he's on autopilot and he ends up stepping in alongside him. It would be interesting to see the you know the stats on that. Um, but yeah, I think overall though, he's, he's general play when he's on the ball at the moment. He's not quite yeah. at himself, is he? I agree with you. I think he, he could do with a spell out of the team. He's, mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's been a, a, he's been a, an excellent um, player in terms of consistency, but his performances have started to drop off and I think I think it's time he gets a rest. I think there's, it's been suggesting, floated that Christie might, might, could come in and do a job out yeah. in, in the, in the it's not as long as Christie comes in and does the very the basics that McGregor does and doesn't you know take his his mad shooting from forty yards and all that. And just... Yeah, I, I think there's definitely a suggestion that Christie could step in. I was speaking to Tony McLaughlin, who I think Celtic trains on Twitter. I uh, had a few back and forths with Tony, and he suggested that Christie could slot in well as an eight there uh, and a, a more defence minded approach. And I think he could. You know, he's got the industry, he's got the the fitness and the energy to to do that protecting job. And then obviously when on form. He can offer something creatively as well. Yeah, um, he's probably the only man that could I, that I can see in that team that could do a similar job to McGregor. To be honest, I don't think Rodgers is the type to to get up and down the park. He does what he does well. Should we seen that tonight? But I think Christie's the man. If you're going to drop McGregor, then Christie's the one that, that takes that jersey. So yeah. So Celtic went in one 0 at the break. Just before half time, there was a, a very decent chance for someone, and John Joe Kenny's done enough to get in front of the guy with a really decent tackle, and yep. he's shown. He's quite tidy going forward. It's maybe not his natural place, but he is quite tidy. But he's definitely a defender first and foremost, isn't he? Absolutely. Um, he was good for the goal as well. I, I, we, we spoke about it in the, the 
match reaction to Kamarnock and Motherwell. He likes to find these man on the inside channel. He done that for the goal for Rodgers' goal, but as you say, yeah, great showed great acceleration to get back and, and cover for that. And uh, I think he's, I think he's he's a steady steady player. I think we'll see what we'll see from him is a seven or eight every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we need. Yeah, he's shown some early promise. It'll be interesting to see how he goes for the remainder of the season and if it is a possibility that we could get him in full time. But he seems to have come in with minimal fuss and just slotted in and done. He looks like he's been playing there for a long time. Yeah, very so. good job he's doing. So as I say, one and a half time and then second half, it really was all about Celtic. Come out, uh, lots of possession, lots of decent efforts. I think David Turnbull had a couple of shots from range. Uh, Rodgers was looking lively, getting involved. And eventually we've got the second through a penalty. Do you think it was a penalty? Uh, soft again. I think the the guy's sort of clumsy and he's all he's all arms and and legs and I don't know it's, it's, if it's in the middle of the park. I don't know if I'd be crying for that to be a free yeah. kick to be one, honest. But one, one for the disciplinary we'll panel, I think. Only <laughs> to get Taylor done for diving it. and get through that rigmarole again. Great finish from Edward though. Yeah, curling with power. And I thought Edward was looked frustrated again at times in, mm-hmm. in this game. Maybe thought it wasn't going to be his his night. He had that chance early on in the second half. Um, it was a just the keeper just, just done enough to get a touch on it but right after that he's spinning and he's blasted the ball over and it looked like he was maybe going to get the game was going to fizz out, fizzle out for him so it was good he got the goal he didn't have his best game uh, in comparison to Ayeti I thought Ayeti was, was quite good Yeah we'll, we'll go into Ayeti in a second because I thought he had an interesting performance but yeah in terms of odds and Edward we spoke recently I can't remember who it was a couple of games ago um, about another penalty they hit and you just he just doesn't miss them it's never really in doubt you know when he's got yeah. this whole range of penalties the dinks and the side foots and the smashes whatever you know you name it he's got it in his yeah. locker and you just know when you get a penalty it's as good as done and we're back up the park and I agree he, he, he kind of came in and out the game gave it away quite cheaply in different spells but ultimately he's got his goal I think the stat is that that's him scored for the fifth match running and that's a an out of form odds and Edward I think he is out of form I, I, yeah he's just seemed to have crept up the SPFL goals goal scoring charts as well mm-hmm. I didn't realise he was now the, the top goal scorer in the, in the league so mm-hmm. you know he, I don't know if he'll emulate what he done last year or, or the year before in terms of goals but it's just it's just good to see him scoring um, he just he, he looks sort of deflated a bit at times yeah I'd like to see him score more from open play because that's you know that's his thing but you know whatever way he gets his goal it's still you know another for his tally uh, his strike partner tonight yep you mentioned him uh, Albion Ayeti I thought he looked fairly industrious at times and he was holding up well at times but doing a lot of his good work outside the box and actually out with the lines of the 18 yard box as well so he was in the channels which isn't really what I think we want him to be no and, and when I say I think he had a good game what you like to see from a penalty box strikers when they're not in the penalty box they are taking the ball in and holding their, their men off and he th- I thought he'd done that really well uh, there was one point as well he, he's taking the ball in and he's taking his zip into his feet as well so it's showing a good touch he's holding his man off and then he's spinning and played, he played in uh, Rogic at one point yeah. and I, I agree with you though I would would rather see him sort of in between those lines of the, of the, the 18 yard box because I think that's where he'll do his best work I like to see him to be that, that type of striker that's just Wants to touch the ball last, doesn't he? You know, mm-hmm. if he doesn't get involved in the, the build up play, then that's fine. That's what you want to see from him. I agree, he's, he's sort of coming a wee bit too deep at times, and I think that should be what Edward does, right, as opposed to Ayeti. It, it seems more natural for Edward. He's quite happy to come into that left hand channel, whereas I think Ayeti should just stay in the penalty box and thereabouts and, and get the final touch, as you say. He looked a wee bit frustrated when he came off, and I think he did he tell an F off at one point. <laughs> he might have done now. Uh, yeah. One, one for the cameras. Joining, but it, joining in the chorus. Yeah, <laughs> he's maybe just doing what everyone else wants uh, to do. Um, but it seemed that he, he took umbrage at something uh, in the first half. So maybe it's just a bit of frustration because ultimately, 
like any good striker, unless he's getting his goals, he won't be happy. So maybe that's where his, his head's at at the moment. Um, yeah, so the the second goal, obviously, you know, allowed Celtic to relax a bit and then it wasn't long in coming before the third and fourth goals. I think they fell a minute after each other. Um, Christy got the first after some more good play by Rodic. Was good play with Rodic and an assist. I also noticed Brown um, flying into a tackle as well. So late in the game, it was good to see. There was just a, you know, that two yard uh, sprint to the ball. Um, and you know, that, people say that when when you get to that age, it's you just lose that wee that wee extra inch. That and he doesn't seem to be losing that despite being out of the team for so long. So it was good to see that tackle. And then yeah, as you say, good feet work from. Rodic and a nice wee play in and a good finish as well off yeah. the post I thought it was a really tidy finish actually and I think I'd berated uh, Christy just moments earlier for a really poor free kick so fair enough to him for getting up into that position interesting that Christy comes on for a Yeti and Lee Griffiths was left kicking his heels for a time um, and then actually even before that Klamala comes on before Griffiths what's it saying about Lee Griffiths at this moment in time and where he is in the pecking order back to fourth it looks like it I don't know what's went on with Griffiths um, I think there's been something happened behind the scenes the reason I say that is because I think Len's been particularly tough at him not 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 even just recently but over the course of this season I'm going to stick up for Griffiths a wee bit I, I think he gets a lot of flack and I think he's maybe an easy target I think Lennon maybe sees the, the fans views on, on Griffiths and you know from the fact that he, he, never, he, he failed to get fit for this season and I think a lot of the fans are irate about that and I think Lennon's maybe jumping on that a wee bit um, to awesome, be honest yeah. I mean Lenny's obviously got that burner account on Twitter let's not kid anybody on he sees what's happening socially yeah. and maybe he's just <laughs> jumping on that bandwagon and it is I'm guilty of myself whenever Griffiths doesn't play well I'm guilty of saying you know he's just he's heads full of nonsense and all that but that's just the way he is I, I, I seen a, an interview with Jason Cummins a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about characters mm. he's talking about you know we, we want to see the characters and as soon as they come in we'll give them a hard time when they have you know have a bad game I think Griffiths maybe comes into that bracket a wee bit he's a bit of a dafty you know you, you know that all the wee daft comments in airports and all that mm. I think he, he when he do, when he doesn't play well, it's not just down to his performance. Whereas with other players, you just say oh, he's, he's just not playing well, and you you kind of have a go at his character. I think he's just a type that struggles with self motivation, and he, he needs an arm around the shoulder. And I, I don't know if Lennon's given that. He seems to be trying to use the the stick rather than the, the carrot tactics yeah. with him. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Lennon's done a bit of the the love hate stuff with Griffiths over the years. You know, try to you know coax the best out him, and then try to be harsh. And and I'm not sure where he's at with him right now. It just it's interesting how quickly he's fallen down the pecking order because at one moment, well maybe on a fortnight or so ago he was kind of the main man and he was coming back into it and hungry then they sit murdering the feet and, and it's back to you know stick, sticking your trackie on and yeah. watching the game as much as anything so he did come on for the final whatever it was five minutes or so but by that point the game's done and dusted and I just wonder where he's at at the moment um, yeah so as I mentioned a couple of interesting subs and I know you, you love to question Lenny's substitutes they were interesting again so understandably of course Duffy steps in for Welsh done all right couple of shaky moments as per uh, and Christy came on for a Yeti I just thought it was unusual because you're basically changing the shape at that point maybe unnecessarily so yeah I I mean I've got a couple of mates who text put in the group chat just saying as soon as he's seen Duffy and Christy come on they're a bit like joking me but yeah. I, I agree it's, I, you'd bring in Christy on that was 1-0 at that point and it could have been it was touch and go you would imagine he would bring on Klamala or, or Griffiths so um, but it's strange I, I've said that 
time and again, just really struggle to see where Lennon comes up with his subs. It's, it's like either pre-planned or something, I don't know. But... The, the subs are strange. I mean, it's, it's hard to criticise a manager who's won 4-0, but the substitutions are strange. There's absolutely no, no doubt about it. Uh, on that fourth goal, great to see David Turnbull get his goal before his obligatory substitution. He goes off every game, you know, can put the house on it. But he got yeah. his goal and took it pretty well. It was decent play in the build-up and it's eventually just broke him in the box and a tidy enough finish. Yeah, he's... He, I like to I like to see him break beyond the, the lines that... You know, I think he does his, a lot of his best work from the middle of the park when he's lifting his head up and he's playing those through balls. At one point in, in, in the first half, he put a, put a Yeti through who was offside. Um, but it's good to see that he's got that in them, breaking forward. You know, he, he is a classy player that plays with his head up, but sometimes you like to see, you know, likes of what Petrov used to do, arriving late in the box. He's not really doing mu- much of that. So if he can add that to his game, you know, where he's getting in the six-yard box a lot, then that will definitely you know, make him become a, a more all-round player. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, despite the up-and-down season that Celtic have had, he's added plenty of goals and certainly plenty of assists, and I think he'll finish pretty high up those charts by the end of the season. So that's pretty pleasing all-round. He's definitely been one of the, the shining lights, if not the main shining light of this season so far. Um, in terms of the season overall, Kenny, that now leaves us 18 points behind Rangers with that game in hand. So Rangers have played 28 and on 76 points, Celtic 27 on 58 points. There's no point in looking anything further ahead than the next game, is there? No, uh, I've, I've each game at a time because we know that any, at any point we can get that disappointing result. We've seen us go on those wee runs before. We've done it before the Rangers game. Uh, all it takes is what is one defeat. And saying that, you know, we, you know, the the St. Benin game, and then we've seemed to have bounced back well from that. But it's just a case of uh, playing as as well as we can, getting our best players on the park. I'd still like to see us breed some young young players in. I seen it. You know, Henderson dropped right out of the squad tonight. Yeah, he, um, and he's, he's barely featured, has he? Yeah, so maybe that he's not in Lennon's plans, which I, I'm I'm a bit disappointed about. I've, I've liked the look of Henderson when he's had wee spells, um, but when you, you look at the bench, the bench was pretty strong in fairness. So, um, but when you've got nothing to play for, I, I don't see why not. Um, why why you wouldn't bring young players in? Looks mm-hmm. like Welsh might miss um some time, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that but, is the biggest disappointment, and by default, if Welsh isn't playing. Duffy is. That, so, that's it, because there's nobody else there to play. So that's what we've got to look forward to on Sunday. So it's St Johnson on Sunday in the 12 o'clock kickoff. Do you expect many changes? So I would say, obviously, uh, Duffy for Welsh. Anything else that you would or, or that we should change, do you think? I think we've, we've spoken about it, that McGregor could really do with a, with, do with a rest. I, I did say that I, sh- I thought Brown should come out of the team and he played well again. So I'm, I'm going to just do a Lenny and say, just play him until he doesn't play well, then take him out. <laughs> um, but with the McGregor... <laughs> with McGregor I think I think maybe he needs a spell out and I would maybe just bring Christian because I thought Christie was was good when he came on so yeah. it looked a bit lively and it'd be interesting a, to apart see. from that I think you're pretty much looking at this uh, a similar yeah lineup. And, and it's interesting you know the, the real shame is the back four were starting to pick themselves it was going to be Kenny Welsh Iron Taylor to the end of the season yeah. it remains to be seen how bad the injury is to Welsh and it's definitely the the one real low point uh, of tonight's result um, other guys that haven't been involved tonight just you know speaking of the sub bench um, and it was a, a pretty strong bench Laxalt he's out the picture but more credit to uh, Taylor for that being the case uh, uh, Taylor's done well enough to hope you know to, to play regardless of of uh, how Laxalt started uh, Taylor just came in and made that jersey his own to, to be honest he was really good tonight again Taylor imagine he gets self in the box which is which is very rare of him for the penalty and just his all round play seems to have improved a lot mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that's with actually having you know, Laxalt pre- you know, pressing him for that spot but um, I, th- I think there's no doubt about that I think competition yeah. makes players better I think the the biggest example in Celtic's recent history was when 
Patrick Roberts come in and put that pressure on James Forrest and Forrest seemed to kick on to, to other levels, which is a beautiful segue into asking the question about James Forrest and where he fits. He's now back in training. Uh, he Lenny said it was too soon from tonight, which indicates he may well feature in the squad for Sunday. That would be a big boost, wouldn't it? Absolutely. That he's, um, he's someone we've uh, missed so much this season and I know you've You've specifically said that you're not sure about Forrest or you know, you've you've got your doubts about him. But I yeah. think his in terms of stats and numbers and assists and goals, we've hundred percent missed that uh, massively this season. So it'd be good to to see him come back in. It's just where he comes in to this diamond shape, pro- probably a, you know, wide right of that. And uh, he has got the work rate. Um, and he's played sort of wing back before so mm-hmm. he might come in and, and do alright but I, I see Forrest as an out and out winger and I think when you get the best out of him is if he's playing out in that wide position so we'll see how he, he fits into the diamond if, if we stick with the diamond Yeah he's by far the most natural wide man we've got and he, he definitely hugs the touchline so it'll be interesting if Lennon plays him in that right hand side of the diamond and asks, asks him to come in a channel more than what he's used to but either way he is an asset I do find him frustrating you know I'm happy to say it, and I've, I've said it before I find him I find his decision making at times is generally hit or miss but as you rightfully say the stats don't lie his assists are there and his goals are there and I think ultimately Celtic are definitely a better team a better team with him in the ranks I, I felt the same way about Forrest up until when Rodgers came in and I thought Rodgers really got the best out of him he was, he was along I felt the same about, um, about Ayer as well sorry I thought Ayer was, at times was frustrating for me um, but under Rodgers he just seemed to kick on and it's the same with Forrest I think he's added that um, final product to his game and we've missed it so it'll be good for for him to come it, like, what, what what Forrest hasn't played in is a really bad Celtic side though that, mm. that's the only thing we're playing alright at, at this particular moment in time but this season he's going to come back and think you know what what, you know, what is this? What's yeah, going on here? with the chips are down, it's a tall order for any individual to come in and try and turn around. Although they have found a wee bit of form just now, and as mentioned, there's there's only 11 games left, so we'll see what that brings. So, as I said, the next challenge is St. Johnson on Sunday. Valentine's Day, no less, Ken, I'm sure you'll be a busy man, but yeah. 12 o'clock kickoff on Sunday, so we'll be back with the post-match reaction then. We'll look forward to seeing you. Podcast Network.